If we can't protect the media industry, you can be damn sure we'll avenge it. <laughs> well, well, I was going to introduce her, but she's already here, but I'll introduce her in a second. It's, I forgot my intro, guys. I'm so sorry. Hello, welcome to Critic Wars, where the Godfather sucks and the Emoji Movie rocks. Today, I have another special guest with me, Trinity Hutchins. No, wrong Trinity. I'm sorry, sorry, Trinity Hutchins, if you're listening to that. Trinity Stats. Hello, I suppose. <laughs> I'm. She's a, she's very nice. She's a good friend. I don't know why she has me as a friend. That's a very that's a serious flaw with her. But stop talking about yourself like that. I'll come beat you up. That is a promise, not a threat. Yes, she yes she will. She will uh, she'll creep in one dark night and uh, conjure up Martha's ghost to come after me. But anyway, before we delve into darkness, which hopefully we won't. I did want to give a special shout out to someone that I hope to get on the show one day, uh, Kayla Fuss. Hey Kayla, if you get the chance to listen to this, T and I are here saying hi. Hi Kayla, we love you. <laughs> so today, I actually wanted to bring up something that's a little bit of a sore subject, but we're surrounded by it anyway, so why, so why the hell not? Uh, Trini and I are actually have an unpopular opinion about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is it overrated? Is it really the be-all, end-all? Well, it's the end-game-all, but... So, I, I just want to know, but, like, I got stuff to say, but... But, but y'all don't want to hear any of that. Y'all don't care. So, so, Trinity, what would you say is, like... Like, what would you say was your turning point with Marvel when uh, you went from a, a fan to just meh? Oh, without a doubt, it was Captain America Civil War. Or actually, was it Civil War? No, it was Captain America Civil War. Because at that point, the Avengers were a group. And I understand it goes in a somewhat similar fashion that in the comic books. But still, I was not very, very fond of that movie at all. They split up the group. And while they weren't a perfect union to begin with, the separation, as, as I like to put it, I got found family baited. So when they all split up, I was very mm. hurt. And it was just... I stopped watching the actual Avengers series after that. I kept up with Guardians of the Galaxy, and I have not seen Endgame or Infinity Wars. Me neither. You're in the right camp. My mom keeps pressing me, you have to watch Black Panther, you have to watch uh, Thor Ragnarok, it's a lot better than um, Civil War. I'm like, no, I'm done with it. I have better things to waste my time on. Like rewatching The Hobbit for the 47th time. Oh, pardon my Kenya, but you don't have to watch shit if you don't want. Mm-hmm. Well, but, well I, I think you're right back. Well, well, you said, I know it happened in the comics. Well, you know what? The comics suck. I'm not a fan of Marvel, of, of modern superhero comics. Tell me about it, especially when they turned Captain America into a member of HYDRA. Oh, Whose gosh, idea damn. was that? I have several very strong words for them. A lot of them aren't very nice, but I'll say them anyway. We're going to have to use the power of Holy Grail, resurrect Stanley, and send him out. You know, no, wait, he was alive when that happened. Yep. Although he was, like, a little bit busy being in an old folks home then, so I don't think that was his fault. <laughs> hmm. uh, apologies to people still sensitive about Stanley. I'm just a little bit of an asshole sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. But, you know, but like, you say, you say it just kind of... Like, you say everyone keeps pushing you to, to watch, like, like, Black Panther and, like, Endgame and... Like Infinity War and all that, and all that. Is it just that, like, with, without the characters you care about, that 
you just don't want to, or you just think something like it, it was just another Marvel movie, or uh, like, like, tell me how, how that works for you. My attachment to the Marvel, any of the Marvel movies to begin with, was the characters. Um, Bucky and Loki were my favorites from the main Avengers series, and I was actually really fond of Nebula from the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy series. So, when the entire thing, when the Avengers split up over Bucky, it was, I was not a happy woman at all. And it's just, they seem so antagonistic of each other, almost unnaturally so in Civil War. I keep going back to it, but like I said, that was my tipping point. And whenever they started doing stuff with the characters that I didn't feel fit their character model very well, I just kind of dropped off. Like, aren't, aren't Scarlet Witch and Vision sleeping with each other in Infinity War? Or, like, I don't know, but... You know. Well, according yeah. to the memes, the Vision died anyway. They also killed off Quicksilver, which not a fan of. Oh, uh, because, I have, because I have a sister, I always latch on to any brother-sister duo. Dash and Violet, I'm Dash. No, Luke and Leia, I'm Luke. And Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, I'm Quicksilver. Crap, he's dead. Yeah, they they didn't need to do that. Also, killing characters for basically just the emotional punch, like Thor's mother Freya. That was that was the only point of killing her, just for like the good old. It was sort of like a kill the dog moment. Mm. Which for those out there that mm, like don't read TV tropes or whatever, just like kill the mm, like kill the least necessary but most sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. We can't like we can't have someone who who would actually and can't kill someone that would actually influence the plot later on. We can fake kill them. That's what we specialize in. That's why really nothing stops anymore. <coughs> Loki, <coughs> Loki, <coughs> Bucky, <coughs> Nick Fury, <coughs> everyone. Well, I did admit I, I thought it was the end of Nick Fury back then, but and that and I know it's a slight tangent, but that's what we specialize in. That you know, that's why in a way I. My big beef with modern comics, besides being grimdark, is uh, that just there's no tension, there's no emotional meaning anymore because because everyone's coming back, everyone's everyone's gonna die and either the, and either get resurrected or reset the issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, just really don't care about that anymore. I think the only the one time they actually killed someone for good was Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. They oh man. But that was. But like, I was feeling nothing there. I disagree. I Yondu's death gave me a really big punch because I feel like they gave him some really good character development in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 movie. Or as they put it, Volume 2. It was just the emotional punch and like the, their music choice was beautiful and the emotional attachment they managed to build. And like that last fight scene, the line, I might not have been your father, but I was always your daddy. Or something along the lines of that. I can't remember it. It's been years. But that was just the big ouch moment. And the moment he died, I was just like... No. It got me crying in the club right now. <laughs> I know exactly why I'm crying in the club right now. Because of Yondu's death. Right on following me. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm... Alright, right, I guess. I did feel a little attachment to that. Then Peter went into his little bout of exposition. And mm, ruined it. Like, yada yada. Yada yada, well, I guess, explaining everything, you know, I haven't shown y'all throughout the movie, I guess he was kind of my father. My forehead slap. We could have gotten that, but, you, but we needed to explain it for the idiots in the audience. It's okay. Which was kind of the whole movie that, uh, like, well, 
In volume two, I'm with you. My for me, the Avengers stuff actually stopped at Age of Ultron. The like I for for reasons y'all don't care about, I didn't get to see Civil War. So didn't as much. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. At least better than Batman vs Superman. I I don't keep up with DC, and that's why. Because Marvel movies are better. I did like Venom though, even though the special effects were bad and the plot wasn't great. I still enjoyed it. It was just a fun movie. It wasn't grim dark. I like I, like we expected to be. Yeah, the thing is, I despise grim dark, and I think that's one of the reasons that I I'm I'm an angsty person. I was an emo in middle school. Okay, Lincoln Park is still within me, down inside somewhere, but. I've had enough of it. That's why I like the Guardians of the Galaxy so much. It just has this weird, there's a bunch of like weird comedy and just random stuff like the, it's not the fruit not being ripe yet, just the running gag that honestly played no role in the plot, but it just, it gave it a little punch of amusement. Why'd you take his leg? Because I, I thought it'd be funny. Or not, why the prison break? Again, um, I'm, I'm unpopular. I, rem I remember things, uh, I remember things, I remember at 2407 when it, this happened? No, why the hell did you... No, why the hell did you bring that up? Metaphors go straight over his head. It wouldn't go over my head. I would catch it. I have excellent reflexes. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's that is one of the strengths of, of Marvel that, uh... Like, before Captain America... Not Captain America, although that, too, but... Like, before Iron Man, you really didn't, uh... You had the, you had the occasional good... The occasional really good superhero movie, like, uh... The original Superman and Dark Knight and all that, but, uh... Mostly you got either a bunch, of, a bunch of meh or downright terrible ones. AKA cash-ins. Yep, cash-ins. The Howard the, the Howard the Ducks, the the, the Catwoman, the, the Suicide Squad. Suicide. Oh, that was that, good. Gosh, that was that was recent. I, uh. Someone I knew called that a more like a league a league of extraordinary gentlemen than a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But until Iron Man, that uh, I think like Marvel proved on it. Well, I guess they proved it with the franchise, but they proved, yeah, superhero movies—they can't—they can be good. They can be like you don't have to choose either complete fantasy or completely believable. You can find this middle ground. Like, all right, suspension of disbelief. I can, for the rest of this movie, I can reasonably believe that you can fly around in an armored suit and destroy bad guys. And more importantly, they proved it could be profitable. Mhm. Mm the first Iron Man movie was fun. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, as you mentioned, like, Age of Ultron was the point where it was like, okay, time to start getting serious. <laughs> and though, okay, Thor Dark World was terrible. I'll just put that out there. It honestly did not develop his character at all. It developed nothing at all. I just, zero out of ten would not recommend. And I'd probably the worst villain out there in the, like, what? I don't even Malachim. remember his name. Like, that's how forgettable it is. I mean, that is one thing with Marvel that's improved with time. They just had really bad villains in the at beginning. At the beginning, it was really, oh, God. The, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, the villain there was not good either, although the dance-off scene at the end was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just kind of that's just the kind of dopey thing we do, to distract someone with a dance-off. Especially given I can't dance worth anything. We do what we gotta do. <laughs> I think that was a good. That was a good break from 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 the like traditional formula, though. That, you know, like I think Marvel, like, it, like in movies prior to that, it looks like the like the like the movie itself is like Superman, what a, Superman, whatever, whatever, because my brain farted. But Superman Returns. That's what I'm thinking of. Where 
Where it's like Lex Luthor as a villain was good, the rest of the movie is so slow and boring that Marvel proved, namely like Guardians of the Galaxy, that yeah, our, yeah, our villain's just a uh, like run of the mill or undercooked, but uh, but like it's a laugh for a minute, like it's a laugh for a minute, or or one all after another, basically, basically like, as long as you're in the theater, you're going to feel the emotion joy, mm-hmm. except when you make something sad, then you're gonna feel sorrow, but not because of the movie, but not because it's bad, because the movie tells you to. Yeah. Oh gosh. A lot of the villains are really weak, as you mentioned. It's just the intentional trying to. Ha- the ham fisted approach that a lot of the later Marvel movies try and evoke, especially like negative emotions, just annoyed the hell out of me. There are no strings on me. Um, Writing. Pe- ben writes peace in someone else's blood. Mm hmm. Oh god. Okay, the most I have watched of the of Endgame and Infinity Wars has been memes. That is it. <laughs> I don't blame you, honestly. Believe it or not, people that they're well, I I don't I'm not giving grief to anyone who's seen who's seen those movies. Like more power to you. But, oh yeah, exactly. But but there is believe it or not there is more to life than just Marvel. Like it it honestly took me so many years to figure out. Wait a second. Well, like, I'm in college now. There's other stuff going on. Like. I can actually live when Mar- when I haven't seen Endgame or Civil War or any of that. Mm-hmm. Although I do I do keep up with some of the more like some of the more independent stuff, our Guardians Galaxy Volume Two, Black Panther, and Captain Marvel. The I, I would recommend Black Panther. I didn't necessarily like it in the first time I saw it, but but when I rewatched it, uh, holy cow, this is a good movie. Don't bother with Captain Marvel. I have heard very bad things about Captain Marvel, so that's not going to be on the to-watch list. It's all true. (laughs) When I'm feeling somewhat nostalgic for, like, the beginning Marvel movies, a.k.a. the first Avengers movie, I might go back to that 2012 area of fanfiction where they all just live in Stark Tower for no specified reason. And, like, they all have their own floors, and um, Hawkeye lives in the vents for no reason, and Thor has Pop-Tarts, and it was just, everything was fine and nothing hurt, but then it started to hurt. <laughs> I'm guessing you probably did like me, like, probably the first half hour of Age Voltron, well, well, like, the Hydra stuff aside, then it, like, when they're all just sit, sitting around taking drinks, seeing who can lift Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. That was a fun part. And Stan Lee getting drunk as anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, how'd you? Well, about a year, about a year ago, unless unless you've been living under a rock, which I have. All right, I have and I haven't. But there was the whole Spider-Man controversy about like what's about what's his name because I don't even care to remember Tom right now. Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. I do care, but I don't. It's leaving. Okay. <laughs> leaving the MC, Leaving the MCU. What? He got forced out, remember? Because, like, there was something Mm. to do with Fox or Sony. I can't remember that entire thing, but he was pretty much forced out. And it just, like, hot potatoed the role of Spider-Man onto someone else, I guess. Which is fine. Which is fine. I didn't... A lot of people were begging, No, bring him back, bring him back. You have to bring him back no matter what. And I was thinking... A lot of those were fangirls. I'm going to tell you real... I'm going to tell you straight fan. It was mostly the fangirls. Yeah, some of, some of which are my co-workers. Mm. Wonderful, fantastic, awesome, awesome at their job co-workers who I happen to disagree about with Spider-Man. <laughs> mm. 
like people are looking at it from the fan perspective I'm like well I, well I haven't seen any of his live any of it any of his Spider-Man stuff yet so I don't care but uh well, all right guys I'm, I'm sounding more condescending than I am I'm, I'm not usually an asshole like this but but actually sometimes I am I feel <laughs> like that well from what I understood it was something like it was something like did, you mean no. Far From Home? Is that the one you're talking about? Or, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. I need, I need you to keep me straight. You're good. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the Spider-Man movies either. I'm just like kind of keeping up from like gifts I saw on Tumblr. Please <laughs> don't judge me too harshly. <laughs> no, no. As long as, as long as you're not on Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or anything that's cool or trending, you can use Tumblr. I mean, I use Reddit, right. but that's it. Tumblr and Reddit, those are my. Those are my trolling grounds. <laughs> That's fine. I only use Facebook and Instagram. I know Facebook Zuckerberg bad, but anyway, we're <laughs> off topic. Uh, from what I understood, it was something like it was something like uh, the, you know like when Sony, who's always held Spider-Man, when they they leased Spider-Man to Disney for for about ten percent profit, then after uh, after gosh, I don't know when my brain's starting Civil War and Endgame. Whatever. If I mess up, if I mess up, guys, just you mean go with Infinity it. War and Infinity War. War. Yeah. If I don't know what I'm talking about, just pretend like I pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Disney wanted after you know they raked in their millions, their billions. Disney wanted wanted fifty percent, and it was jacking up the price. Um, so they were pulling on lease. Hell no, you're not doing that. We're taking back Spider Man. I was thinking like, yeah, well, yes, I, I don't care. There's not gonna be in these movies. I'll watch them anyway. He's gonna. Well, if someone can actually pull on Disney's leash, they can't monopolize every part of the market. Please. They own, like... Okay, real talk, they own, like, 38% of produced media in the United States. They mm. don't need any more. Just, like, just ask... Just ask Dr. Dr. Hersey. They're they're one of the big four members of the... The monopolizers, I call them. Disney bad. Anyway. <laughs> but, but, like, what, what were your thoughts, Stuart? Why during all that? I just stopped. I again, like I saw fragments of stuff on Tumblr and like Reddit occasionally, but at that point, I didn't really care. I wasn't attached to his character at all because I hadn't watched any of the movies he was in. No, no, I'd seen, I'd seen him in Civil War. I'd seen him act briefly in that, but that was it. Underoos. Oh God! Now I remember. It's all coming back. <laughs> But I wasn't attached to his character. I was all for Disney getting, like, taken down a half, maybe a quarter of a peg. So I was pretty pretty ambivalent of it. Although people I knew were upset. Like, my mom was really upset about it. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. I, I, I groaned just hearing your, your probably fantastic mom's reaction. But at the same time, thinking, yes, Trinity, right? Mind reader girl after my own heart wants <laughs> Disney to suffer. Disney deserves to suffer, but yeah, this controversial opinions. Contra well, well, in case someone out there hasn't been listening, and thank you for listening, by the way. Yes, thank this, you for listening. The show is literally called Unpopular Critic Wars. I've heard some people, namely me, been calling it Critic Wars lately, but it's Unpopular Critic Wars. Mm-hmm. And... Oh no! Oh gosh! That'll have to be probably its own separate episode. Just skepticism about Disney. Mm-hmm. You you could have a long conversation about that. Lord have mercy. Mm. Um, um, what's but what's something you're looking 
Like, do you think there's any chance that you, like that, that you, you'd ever come back to Marvel, or that, or that it, like, bring you back in? To my understanding, they still have a lot of movies planned, especially, like, apparently uh, some people are looking forward to Black Widow. Um, as for me, that ship has come and gone. I lost any attachment to her character once they forced a romance between her and Bruce Banner. I was just like... Oh, crap. Their relationship does not make any sense. Why are you shipping Natasha and Bruce? It does not make any sense. What are you doing? <laughs> they didn't even they didn't even explain it in that movie. They didn't explain it, where it came from. It's just like, okay, you know those things when like little girls are like smash their dolls together and like they don't <laughs> have names and that's it. That's how that relationship felt to me. The the non the non consensual shipping. Mm-hmm. You will kiss whether you like it or not. Thanks, <laughs> Disney. We love that. Yeah, Disney, just another thing we can thank you for. I, I liked her with Steve for you know, for a while. But I kind of has like cas- casual dating. I know that Peggy's the only girlfriend. And, uh, you know, he's just too much of a straight man. She's too much of a rogue. But I, but I can't help it. I, I, like, I, I, like you. I like seeing opposites together. Here's the thing. You want some more unpopular opinions? Go ahead. All you got. Steve's bi. What? Mm-hmm. What in the world? I, I didn't... Where? Where? How? Why? What? <laughs> you could call that a headcanon if you like, but that's just my personal opinion. It's a little unpopular, but... Shh, that's why we're here. <laughs> that's... I have never... I didn't, I didn't think he was so in canon. The fanfics, though. It's not just the fanfics. Fix- You've seen how him and Bucky interact. It's not just buddy buddy. There's, they're a little bit too close just for buddy buddy. I I, I don't I don't know. I don't, this I'm, is I'm, not <laughs> shipping wars. Let's move on. <laughs> this is not. This is not shipping wars. All right, just for this occasion when I. But. I, Speaking of relationships that I didn't think were any sense, the Vision and I can't remember her exact name, but Scarlet Witch. Her name's not worth remembering, so don't worry. I mean, like, it her she's a valid character who has some establishment in the canon. She had some role I don't really remember, but anyway, oh, gosh. It's a, it's a shame that like she's the reason they killed Quicksilver. They specifically Joss Whedon said he wanted. To kill Quicksilver so she could develop on her own as a character. The thing is, I didn't make her character interesting, but she could. She could be like Black Widow. Like Black Widow's interesting. Nova's interesting. Gamora's interesting. Scarlet Witch is not interesting, except the story keeps saying it is. It's not Nova. It's Nebula. Crap. No, crap. <laughs> I'm thinking Nova like comics and Nova Corps. Well, that Nova's interesting too, but I barely read any of his stuff. But in like in like that one thing when I was feeling on top of the world and a Marvel comic was actually good, and I read it, Nova was good there. Um. Oh man. Again, this is an instance. Pretend I know what I'm talking about. You're fine. Because, because well, you could say like Nova, Nebula. It's Marvel. They're all the same. Like you think they have a lot of Avengers now. Like like they have Avengers probably in like the hundreds. And the comics, and I, at a certain point, I, I know it's, it's a publication. You gotta, like, you gotta make a profit, something like that. And they have different risks depending on who's like writing it. It's just how that's why some characters are so violently different. I'm gonna bring like the Venom franchise back into play again 
because one run just has them as Venom sort of being a parasite with no real personality, and then another one has, uh, this is gonna be weird, folks, but this is canon. You can look this up on Google. Venom and Eddie have a baby. Holy... This is canon. You can look that up. That's actually real. That's what happens when you have runs, but oh no, Steven... Mic drop, except it. Mic drop, <laughs> except it was my head. And the, the worst thing is that I can actually. The worst thing isn't that happened. It's that I can actually imagine how it happened. It was a very weird, very very weird piece of thing. It doesn't. It didn't happen like human stuff works, but it's still like their kid. What? I can't remember its exact name, but like the fandom just called it the avocado baby. Well, no, um, not the, not the uh, avocado. This is the thing is like like fanfics. They don't need any more any they more. They don't ammo. need any more fuel. But then, but then you supply. But then you go and supply. It just like, unfortunately, again, it's sad. This is the first time. This is not the first time that I've heard of a that I've heard of people plus the plus the Venom symbiote and the, and oh. Oh crap! Oh crap! I, I'm not even. I'm not even touching that one. But anyway, when you mentioned when you mentioned writers, uh, you I actually agree that I don't. Well, I, I guess if I must look back at DC for a second, uh, let's let's put on our glasses, sunglasses, real quick, and glare into the abyss. The abyss. Well, you know who dug that abyss? Frank Miller. You can uh-huh. you can thank him for mo- for modern Batman. It, as you know, like what what comes to mind when you think of modern Batman? I'm Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, that's all to his character, <laughs> right there. Right there, I can, I can. That's all to his character, talking in a deep voice, being depressed, and it's not an issue of DC Comics. My parents are dead, so now I'm gonna destroy the city <laughs> no, no, and like, pretend I'm doing it for a good reason. <laughs> Like the Lego movie, Darkness! It's about how I'm an orphan. No parents! Blackout curtains. <laughs> that was actually the doing of Fr- uh, Frank Miller back in uh, the... He kind of did his own take on Batman the 80s, where he he started the like the Batman the Animated Series, which was good. Dark Knight, which is also good. He did the, the grim, dark version of Batman. But then he did, he did more of it, because it was so well-received, and it... It's uh, relentlessly brooding, brooding and darkness. He kept going with it, and one day he almost starved Robin to death, and forced him to, like, oh. forced him to eat rats. Like he slapped Alfred when Alfred tried to bring him a burger and fries, and he told Robin something like, "Like you're, like, you're gonna do what I say to do because I'm the obscenity Batman." Where are child protective services when you need them? Not in Gotham, although I'd probably say that's the least of Gotham's problems. Fair enough. I just move. <laughs> it's a, it's just the worst. I don't even both Gotham, but Gotham's actually an accurate reflection of DC and even Marvel nowadays. It's so just the, a mess. Like comics are just like it. It feels like you haven't read a proper comic book until you. By the time you put it down, you feel like a worse person for having done so. Feel shocked, horrified. Offended and grossed out. Don't feel like you've really gained anything. Until you've seen the cover. Until you've seen a cover where Thanos bloody rips Iron Man in half. And I do mean bloody. I 
don't need to see that. I already have I already have insomnia as it is. One thing I'm gonna divert the topic real quick. Sure, I have serious like serious fatigue, which is why we're talking about this in the begin with. But I also have reboot fatigue. But here's mm-hmm. one thing. Here's one superhero that no one talks about that I would love to see a remake movie. Blade. Oh gosh, I I hadn't seen that, but I've I've heard it's got quite a cult following. Mm-hmm. They I believe they had. I think they released it either 2000, I think 2007, they released a movie and the graphics are really, really dated, but it would be nice to have a break from like aliens and just have someone fight vampires. Because meanwhile, while the Avengers are just like having angst fests, Blade's like trying to kill, like guys, there's an infestation, can I get some backup over here, please? It's it's almost be be like a punk urban fantasy superhero, just what? And like even though like even though that's a darker concept, just going in slicing at zombies and vampires with their sword, that's that actually seems a bit brighter when he's doing it in an upbeat tone than when uh, the Avengers are doing otherwise upbeat things in their in darkness. Mm-hmm. And if you approach it correctly, you can work in a lot of comedy with that, and it's just like. It'd be a refreshing take from what vampires have sort of become in Hollywood these days. I thankfully we haven't seen much in the way of vampire movies. Especially so, the one that I, whose name shall not be said. Oh, he whose name. <laughs> he whose name shall not be said. Yep. Um, he who shall not be named. But yeah. Anywho, but I'd like to see a remake of that. And uh, okay, we've been ragging on a lot of superhero movies, but I really enjoyed the Deadpool movies. What? No, I think I think that's really good. I ain't gotten around to them yet, but I but I really like what I've seen. Well, personally, I just thought Cable was really hot. But, <laughs> but I'm gonna be brutal. I'm gonna be brutal. <laughs> Damn it! I, I didn't expect that. But, uh, hey, go for it, fam. But but anyway, he's just a nice break. He's just a nice break from it all. He he's almost what I just described about vampire. He's almost what we just uh. I described about a about Blade that um like he he might be the darkest of all of them but he's dark he, in a fun fashion but in such a in such a funny way that mm-hmm. in a funny way or even just or even just his bluntness I love I I hate B, I hate BS I, I like being blunt straight to the point except when I go on tangents so I love I just love the way he walks up walks over to the, I don't even remember like Colossus I think as they're talking about mutants he says something said something like you mean this allegory for sixties racism. Oof. Pats him on the shoulder. I think like, damn it. What was? <laughs> I can't remember. I'm blanking out. It's been a long week, y'all. But Deadpool is just a nice mix of the comedy and the darkness. And one of my favorite things about Deadpool is people don't pretend that he's a good guy, and he doesn't pretend he's a good guy. Unlike what the Avengers do a lot, it's like it's all in the name of the greater good. No, you guys insurance. are making the insurance rate in New York jack up like five hundred percent. That is the ultimate result of what you have done. Man, Henry Cavill Superman pops up. Did someone call me? No. no. <laughs> um, that's that's true. I think I'm. A- I'm with y'all now. They're, they're always trying to reboot the like the big stuff, the popular stuff. You know, uh, uh, you know, you know, Blade doesn't Blade doesn't sell nearly as much as the, as the Avengers. But uh, but but I I say from the viewer standpoint, like go for it and go for Deadpool. Like go for Deadpool. He deserves his own movie, and that's why. You know, I don't plan on seeing all the sequels. I was glad. To see, I was glad to see him. Well, I was glad to see what what's it's what's the name Black Panther because it was a break from. 
It was a break from traditional stuff. It was even a break from superheroes entirely. It felt more like science fantasy. Mm-hmm. He was a very, very fresh character, and it was nice to he- see his... I know I, I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen I've read a lot of like plot analysis for it. It was just it was a nice refreshing break because his story hadn't been like abused and explored to death like Tony's and Steve's. We actually mm-hmm. got his perspective on like how his life has gone and how things work in his country and blah 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 blah. It was nice getting you know, getting a little bit of a new angle to that and just kind of seeing another per, another person's perspective. Like it's different when a. Like we get it, we're all twenty first century, first world Americans. I'm glad. I'm glad to be one, by the way. But yeah, you know, we've all we've all seen from our perspective what it's like to become a hero. But you know, like, can is there a different kind of hero? Like, can you somehow be an Af an African king and be then with a city of gold and be a superhero? The answer is yes. And can you just and like and can you just be good for the sake of being good? Like, I know everyone needs personal motivation, but it's like everyone's. Everyone's dark. Everyone's brooding. Everyone's got a. Everyone in Marvel's got a. Well, I haven't such a hard pass. Like, can't you just, like, just be a good, just be a good guy because it's the right thing to do? Like, what happened to those days? I get it. I'd like to briefly switch, like, to. I have one of two things that I kind of have on my mind right now. One, we were talking about like sequels, like the Black Widow movie, and I kind of want to talk about. The Loki spin-off they're planning. I knew he wasn't dead in like Endgame. I knew he wasn't dead. You can't just kill again. Loki de- dead again anyway. And what was the other one I wanted to talk about? Oh, God. Uh, you, you said Black Widow. Black uh, Black Widow. That was the one relating to Loki. Oh God, I can't remember. But anyway, I want to talk about that briefly. And we haven't seen much of the movie yet, but the logo they came out with, it's bad. Which one? It, the logo for, like, the new Loki movie, it's... I'm gonna try and, like, look it up very quickly, but it looks like just a patchwork, and it's not very good. Like, for a while it was, like, memed on Twitter a lot. Like, people, like, submitting, like, remakes to the Loki, uh, a new icon or whatever, where is it? In the same, in the same vein as the, as the Superman mustache or Sonic the Hedgehog design. <laughs> Oh, we don't talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Here, this is what I mean. What? Doesn't that look bad? Oh my! Like, where's where's the artist? Where's the artistic unity? It's like, like what's what's the motif? Exactly. What's any of that? It's it's cut. It's a cutout of other better logos. Here's the thing. Like that the magazine cutout. Apparently, that's the joke. Apparently, they're all supposed to be stolen, but um. Let the fans do that. I, I expect a little more from a Marvel from Marvel Studios. And the thing is, Loki's thing isn't really about stealing stuff. He's chaotic. He's a trickster, but he's not a thief. Mm-hmm. He's a trickster, but he's not a thief. And he's got... There's a lot to explore with his character, but oh my god, we're gonna see a spike in fan fiction once that oh, comes gosh. out. Oh, are they coming out with a Scarlet Witch movie, too? No. The, ca- the Cashins, people. The Cashins. Cashins. Reboots. Disney. Stop! No, like she is probably the... I would I would say I I would I would just say she is the absolute least interesting Avenger to me. If I were to go down the list every single Avenger that has been or will be, I would rather see a Hawkeye movie than a Scarlet Witch movie. I'd rather see a Quicksilver movie than a Scarlet Witch movie. That's where they made the mistake. Okay, they they misused uh, Clinton Barton's character so so poorly because his dynamic was with Natasha was some of the most important things about each of their characters. 
and they kind of just forgot about Clint at some, like, during the, during, okay, my favorite thing, like, in the first Avengers movie, everyone else is, like, running around the city, like, bam, bam, taking out, like, taking out, like, alien after alien. I think they were called the Chitari. Uh, Chitari, even though they were really more like scrolls. And there's, like, Clint, Clint sitting on, like, the edge of a building, just, like, picking them off with his bow and arrow. It's just like, <laughs> honey, go sit down. <laughs> he's, your, he's your sniper, but uh, at the same time, he's probably the least u- useful of any of them. Which is sad. So, so he's a family man, Age of Ultron. Which I didn't understand. I did it's just like, hey, guess what? While you guys were off, like, being angsty, I got a wife and children who aren't developed at all. Wee! Well, more sympathy points. I'm probably... Oh, we're reaching the end, so I'm probably going to have to... We're getting near the end, so I'm probably going to have to wrap this up in a second. Let's, so, oh, yeah. Cool beans. Go for it. Well, if I... Well, if I could just, uh... Hopefully you've gotten... Hopefully y'all have gotten kind of an idea how we feel about Marvel from all this. Uh, if I were to give my brief, my brief overall review of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'd say, for better or worse, Marvel has changed media industry. It proved that, as a rule, not, not an exception, as a rule, superhero movies can be good, they can be believable, and most importantly, they can be profitable. It started as two guys' vision... Uh, a 10-year vision, starting with Iron Man, ending in Endgame. I went, so I really hope they just let it fade into the sunset. It went out of the bang, I hope they let it fade into the sunset. But I know they won't, because I'm cynical. We've learned that we can trust Marvel, and we cannot trust Disney. We'll stop beating this dead horse when it stops spitting out money. <laughs> well said. How would you describe it overall? I'm fond of the characters more than the story arcs that Mar- that Disney and Marvel is putting forward. By the way, Star- sorry for stealing that quote from Bo Burnham, but yeah, I it's just they're abusing the characters and they're abusing the market and they're infl- they're flooding the market and the sequel fatigue from a lot of people. Like even my dad, my dad's like a '60s boy who grew up with classic comic books. Ooh. He once owned like I think a. First issue edition of the very first Batman comic. My father's oh, old. <laughs> Everyone's dad's so. old. My dad's 61. Well, well, like, I'm 19, just to get a little bit of vision of how old my father is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just the flagrant abuse and the lack of really care for any of the characters other than just like, please make us money, let's ham fist this plot in that doesn't really make any sense. And yeah. Mm, just over abuse, corporate meddling. It's a shame, but mm, if there's a, if there's any hope in all this, they de- like they mostly determine the story. We still have the fanfics and we the characters. We still have the fanfiction. <laughs> we have our memories, and more importantly, we have fanfics, which I also say, oh hell no, don't. I mean, like they provide a very very vital part of the community because without fanfiction, a lot of the interest would have probably died off. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Fan- fanfics have their place. Uh, usually, uh, some of the terms, because I've, ha- I've read so many bad, cringy ones. That's... that's You only hear about the bad ones, not about the good ones who, like, even, like, I think there was one Harry Potter fanfiction that got, like, broadcast in Time Magazine. I might be lying with that, but that's just, like, my memory. 
Oh, not all of them are smut fix people. Not all That's of them. true. Mm. Mm. Plus in particular does good fanfics. Mm-hmm. So I guess overall I'd write Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not a masterpiece. There's corporate meddling, but use but by and large, bro, by if imagining if this is a system where we weigh out the good and the bad, I'd say overall it's overall it's good. I'd I'd say ultimate blockbuster franchise. I'd give it four stars out of five. I agree. I'm like leaning four stars out of five sounds very good. For me, the most important thing is the core and that's the characters. And the characters are mostly good and that's what's propping up my rating. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. No one can, no matter how they distort these characters, they can never take away from you the way you loved them. Mm-hmm. That's the best part. And the question I always ask anyone before the, before they leave, which has only been one person thus far, <laughs> it's about to be two. What is, what is your favorite movie? Oh, that's, mm, okay, what's my favorite movie? Well, I'm a sucker for the Lord of the Rings series and the Hobbit series. Um, mostly I kind of watch the original Lord of the Rings series to laugh at the old effects, but it's just, <laughs> the story is good. It, it's a classic example of a hero's journey. It's, it never, it just doesn't get old for me. I also like Crimson Peak, which is a controversial opinion. It, it's a, it's a very, very weird movie with a bad plot, but oh my gosh, the sets are so good. But anyway. <laughs> well, this is the right show to like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Time, mm, timeless and guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Two of the, mm, two of the best kind. Well, hmm. Oh, thanks for joining us today, Trinity. A pleasure, as always. Thanks for having me. Anyone could ever wonder if you could be a fly on the wall. Oh, actually, you are a fly on the wall because you're listening to this. Well, thank you for listening to my superior, fantastic, and better than Trinity's opinion because uh, <laughs> I'm better and you all deserve to watch my podcast even then, or listen to it even more than you deserve to go subscribe to Viking Fusion on SoundCloud and check out all our social media because it's actually awesome. So that. Oh, thank you. Oh, you actually watch us? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I told oh, you shit. I, I, what? I told you I kept up with the podcast. Oh, you did. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Well, I was hoping I don't lose my job for that. For that or my friendship. I'm telling this is the, <laughs> this is Critical Wars where the, where the god the Godfather actually rocks and the Emoji Movie actually sucks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Do you want a cookie? Go away. Bye.